Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your host, Nate Webb, live in Studio Salt Lake City area, and we got a show for you today. Today, we continue down the Dirty Dozen list from the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. For those of you who don't know, NCOS, they come out with the Dirty Dozen list every single year of the 12 platforms they feel most unworthy that are exploiting kids left and right, that are unsafe for kids. So far, we've already talked about the Apple App Store, Discord, and eBay on previous episodes. And if you want to get the lowdown on why those apps are so unsafe for kids, just go and check those episodes out. Um, As for today, the next app on the list that we'll be exposing is one most of you probably already know very much aware of, and that is Instagram. So let's dive right in. Encoast Dirty Dozen number four, Instagram. Let's go. First of all, let's look at Instagram's motto, because as we saw with, um, with a lot of these other apps, the motto of the app kind of plays right in to how bad it is. So the motto of Instagram is to capture and share the world's moments. This is the slogan for Instagram. And for countless of children and adults, um, that includes their worst moments. Um, grooming and child sexual abuse materials, sex trafficking, many other harms continue to fester on Instagram. And this isn't the first time Instagram has been on the Dirty Dozen list. It's a seasoned veteran at this point in exploiting kids. So let's dive into the main issues one by one. As per usual, we'll be going along with the NCOS online articles that they published about this. And so that will be in the podcast description if you wanted to go check that article out. But these episodes are based off of those articles. So um, the biggest issue by far that Instagram has is it is the number one app for exploiting and trafficking kids. And by exploiting, I mean it's where kids are groomed, trafficked, abused, and even killed. I want you to listen to a story about a little girl named Maya. Trigger warning, this is disturbing. Like so many other 12-year-old girls, Maya just wanted to feel special. And that's how Robert made her feel. He may just be a stranger on her Instagram, but he was kind to her. He told her she was pretty. So when Robert asked for naked photos, Maya thought it couldn't hurt. Maya was wrong. The interactions escalated to meeting in person, and before she knew it, Maya was being sex trafficked. That's right. Robert advertised her on her Instagram profile, which he took control of. See, he asked her, hey, could you help me make a few, make some money? I'm struggling right now. Could you help me make some money? And she's like, sure. He's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take control of your Instagram account. And then we're going to sell some of these naked photos of you. And it's going to help me make a lot of money. It's going to help take care of me. And he used the, the nice guy approach to kind of manipulate her into feeling bad for him and to make her feel like a bad person if she wanted to say no. Anyway, these interactions escalated. Um, And soon Maya was receiving direct messages from other men intending to pay to sexually abuse the 12-year-old girl. 
Even after Maya escaped her sex trafficking situation, the exploitation did not end. Um, in the article for Encos, it links it to another article talking about her full story, her full experience. And it talks about at one point that um, the the prosecuting attorney, um, that their people, found Maya crumpled up in the alleyway because one of the people she'd been trafficked to um, was actually a group of older men. And they gang raped her for three hours in the alleyway and then left her there. And she was found, you know, half alive, half conscious and had to go to the hospital, pump lots of drugs out of her. It was really, really bad. But even after she escaped that sex trafficking situation, exploitation did not end because her trafficker had taken all these explicit photos and videos of her, a lot of them of her being sexually abused, a lot of them of her being raped and continued to sell them on Instagram. That's right. He would sell and distribute this child sexual abuse material on Instagram. And the direct messages from sex buyers, they just kept on coming. And so overwhelmed and helpless, Maya fell into the depression. And at the age of 15, she died at the hands of a 43-year-old man who was contacting her on Instagram. Guys, Instagram failed Maya. Their tools to detect grooming did not prevent an underage girl from being contacted by sexual exploiters and older men and predators. The child sexual abuse material being circulated by Maya's traffico was reported, but it was still on the platform at the time of Maya's death. Okay, Tragically, Maya is only one of countless children who are exploited and harmed on Instagram. This happens every single day where kids are sexploited, where, um, where they, they get coerced into sending explicit pictures and material of themselves, and then they're threatened and abused and said that if, if, you don't, if you don't keep on sending me stuff, if you don't pay me money, whatever it might be, then we're going to ruin your life. It's sextortion, and it's horrible. Um, and Maya's not the only one. Hundreds of kids, dozens of kids, every single day, every single hour. As we can see, Instagram not only has created a safe place for pedophiles and predators to contact kids, but they also don't take stuff down when it's reported and abusive. I have tried to, to talk to, to get many accounts deactivated, you know, working on Instagram, my platforms on Instagram. And so I quite often will go undercover under a different username and seek out some of these sickos and I will try and get them reported and taken down. And so many times I just get the response, well, we have looked at your report and it does not go against our community guidelines. Not everyone will have the same values of you. And that's the beauty of Instagram. I'm like, these people are child abusers. Their content is of children getting sexually assaulted when when a when an instagram video's title is you know stepmom and stepdaughter doing it are you kidding me that's a teenage girl right there that's just not acceptable and and if if you've legit guys i made a fake instagram account i said i was a 14 year old within the hour i had predators asking me for nude photos it's sickening and scary. And nowadays they go and kids will put their age right in there, in their bio. They'll say, hey, I'm a senior. Hey, I'm a junior, 16-year-old, 17-year-old, graduation, 2023, 2024. 
just plastering their age for everyone to see. They put their high school so they know roughly where they are. It's like, come on, guys. This isn't, this is not making a safe place for you. Um, and sorry, if you guys hear some stuff going on in the background, my dog, he's actually, he's eating food right now. So, so say hi to Milo, um, and excuse his chomping in the background. Um, anyway, so yeah, Instagram doesn't take stuff down even after you report it half the time. Um, and now I know some serious Instagram influencers. There's one, one by the name of Brock Johnson, another one by the name of Angie Lee, and they're on Instagram for the business, right? They're not advocates per se. And they even struggle with Instagram support because Instagram support is so just not there. It's it, they get zero support with issues. And so much less on issues that actually matter. So um, anyway, let's get back to this. Um, the other issue is that there is a rampant amount of pornography and CSAM, child sexual abuse material, on Instagram. A 2022 study published by Thorne, a leading resource on online child exploitation, found that Instagram tied with Kick and Tumblr, I don't know if you remember, but Kick was actually on the Dirty Dozen list last year, as a platform where minors reported the second highest rates of online sexual interactions with people they thought were adults. Thus, they tied as a platform where minors reported seeing the most having the most sexual interactions with people they thought were adults and a recent survey of a thousand parents across the u.s by parents together found that instagram correlated with higher rates of parent reported children's sharing sexual images of themselves which is a form of sexual abuse material children are also regularly exposed to pornography and harmful content on instagram the uk children's commissioner report found that 33 percent of children who have seen pornography saw it first on instagram furthermore instagram was the only platform to rank in the top five worst for every category of harm in 2022 as per the bark report um, severe sexual content, severe suicidal ideation, depression, body image concerns, severe bullying, hate speech, severe violence, every single one of those categories, Instagram, first place. That's the thing. Not only is it a dangerous place where there's dangerous predators and porn and sexual material, but it's a place where the comparison culture and platform as a whole will attack your kid. Look at those, those categories again. Severe sexual content, severe suicidal ideation, depression, body image concerns, severe bullying, hate speech, severe violence. It attacks your kid's body images. It makes them feel worthless as possible. It allows rampant bullying to be on the platform, hate speech, violence, and it attacks your kids in a very specific way. And I want to talk about that for just a second. With our young girls, it really attacks their bodies. It perpetuates material that encourages young ladies to lose weight and to look a certain way, pursue a certain unrealistic standard. Eating disorders are casually referred to as EDs and joked about as if they're an everyday thing and not a serious disorder. The algorithm, it shows our young ladies endless posts of airbrushed models, fitness girls, and any other influencer with a thin or fit body. And it sends the message to our young ladies that they're simply not good enough, not beautiful enough if they don't look the right way. Most of our young ladies, they have these these body image issues. A lot of it's stemming from Instagram, from being told that they're not good enough if they don't look a certain way. 
Now, our young men, on the other hand, they're being attacked that way too, okay? But they're also being attacked in a very different way. They're being attacked. Instagram shoves any bit of sexualized content towards our young men. The ads, the accounts, the posts are full of pornography and sexualized content for your teen boys. It's atrocious. Um, I've had several people, I, I'm a high school counselor, right? I have several people come into my office talking about how sick they are of Instagram because they'll be on stories and then there's ads within stories, right? And some of the ads, because they're a boy, is of these like cartoon anime role play games. And it's like, ooh, are you going to get in the pool? Or are you going to go have sexy time with the pool boy or stuff like that? And it's like, are you really? Really, just because you're a boy, you're getting these things shoved in your face. And so, so okay, Instagram, what do we want you to change? Here is what Encos lined out and that Save the Kids agrees with needs to change. First off, Instagram, you need to invest in technology to scan for and block sexually explicit content in posts and messages. We know it's possible. Even Google, who has been notoriously horrible at all this, has finally at least blurred sexually explicit material so that you have to intentionally click on it. You can at least do that. Number two, you will need to prohibit accounts and all content sexualizing minors, including hashtags, emojis, comments on minors' accounts, as well as adult managed accounts for children 12 and under. This is big. I could do a whole podcast episode, and we have with Mom Uncharted, talking about adult-run Instagrams for children. It's a form of child exploitation where the parents are making money off of the the likeness of their child. They would not be making money without that child's likeness and photos. And most of it, yes, it's cute dance moms, but half the time you are in outfits that could be provocative. And no, it's not up to you to care for the feelings of these pedophiles because they're sickos, no. But don't give them material because you know what they're going to do in private with your little one's photos. Oh, I get so mad talking about this stuff. So yeah, prohibit accounts on all content sexualizing minors and as well as on adult managed accounts for children 12 and under. Um, they should not have an Instagram and adults should not run those accounts. Um, number three, remove or limit high risk features for 13 to 15 year olds, such as removing direct messaging like TikTok did, removing vanish mode, restricting all adults from seeing minors in suggested users or discover people. It's just basic stuff. A lot of these platforms, even TikTok, I hate TikTok, but TikTok has even disabled direct messaging for minors as long as they sign up in the right place um, and go through the right places, but it's it's not perfect because TikTok's the worst. Um, but you also don't need adults in your For You page, in your suggested users or your Discover people. They can change that so that it's only you know, other kids or heaven forbid, educational platforms, things that can help them learn instead of things that make them degrade themselves and compare themselves. Um, next, create a pin protected caregiver oversight tool so children can't change the settings. This one's a big deal because they like, oh yes, we have parent support now. You can go in and you can control how much your child sees, except your kid can go in and disown you as a parent. Like, on Instagram, they can say, no, it's not my parent, disconnect. The kid can change everything on their end. So create a pin protected caregiver oversight tools so kids can't go in and change that stuff. 
you know, kind of like the Bark phone, the Trumi phone, the Pinwheel phone, the Gab phone, where the parents have all the control and the kids cannot change those things. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, remove all prostitution and pornography accounts, even if they are not posting sexually explicit content on Instagram. These should not be available on a platform so popular with teens. Case in point, Pornhub has an Instagram account. I think it actually got taken down recently. I'll have to check. But had an Instagram account. There's pornographic prostitution accounts. Even if they're not posting stuff, they should not be on an app that has so many teens. So there you go. Instagram, it sucks big time. And your kids should not be on it. The end. Period. Dot. The end. If they are on Instagram, there's a good chance that they are seeing pornography. There's a good chance that they are being groomed. There's a good chance they're being sent dick pics. They're being sent nudes. They're being asked for nudes. And if you're having the attitude of, well, it's not going to happen to my kid, it probably is happening to your kid. If you're not actively having conversations about these things, odds are it's happening. And we don't talk about these dirty dozen lists. We don't talk about these things to scare. We talk about these things to help you to prepare so you know what to talk to your kids about so they can be armed, so they can be fire-breathing dragons in this world that's trying to set them up for failure. So there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Save the Kids podcast. Your support means the world to us. And if you want to bring Save the Kids to your community, fill out a speaker form linked in the podcast description. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support our mission, we invite you to consider becoming a monthly donor. Your contributions directly contribute to the sustainability and growth of Save the Kids, the podcast, our speaking, everything. It helps us stay alive and it helps others it helps it helps us to help others um, by joining our community of supporters you are helping us create a brighter future for our children no amount is too small and every contribution makes a difference to donate simply visit the podcast description click on the support or the donate tab and we are incredibly grateful for your support and we appreciate every listener who has already contributed to our cause together we can continue to save the kids and shape a better world for the next generation thank you for being a part of the save the kids community you mean the world to us. And we look forward to bringing you more valuable content in future podcast episodes. Remember, your support truly makes a difference. And always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug. And we'll see you on the next one.